Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Because he has work to do, we're going to let him get in and out. Matt Dinnerman is the new voice of Oaklawn, and we are thrilled to have him on the show. We've had him on once before, but not in person. And Matt, I want to congratulate you on the opportunity, and we are looking forward to hearing your voice on the calls this year. And uh, I mean, there's a great sense of anticipation for all of us. I can't imagine how you're feeling right now. Thank you, sir. Yes, this is talk about a sense of anticipation and just excitement. And as you all know, this town, you don't find too many towns like this that just love racing. They live, breathe, sleep racing. They dream about racing. And it's just a fantastic time, and I am so honored to be here. It is just going to be a fantastic meet. I took a circuitous route to get an opportunity to eventually get to do some play-by-play, so I'm curious about your path to becoming a track announcer. I, You know what I did? I emulated what Doc Emmerich did when he was a hockey announcer when he started out. He would go up to an empty room, and he'd take his recorder, and he'd practice calling the hockey game. I did the same thing with horse racing. I worked in the press box when I was in college, getting the writers different information. I was the steward, essentially the press box steward, as they called it, getting past performances and information to meet their deadlines, help them out. And uh, during the races, I would go in an empty room every 30 minutes, and I'd call into my phone recorder and practice with the binoculars, memorizing and calling and practice, 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 repetition. I'm sure you guys know all about that. That's how you get to Carnegie Hall or Oakland, apparently. So <laughs> that's good. Um, where have you worked in the past? I worked at Emerald Downs for two and a half years in the state of Washington, uh, and then I worked for six years as a race caller at Golden Gate Fields in Berkeley, California, which was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So what, what is your favorite thing about the races, and what is the hardest thing about doing the races? My most favorite thing about the races is probably just the overall excitement of the, and the atmosphere. When you're at a track and, and – Sometimes you'll see a grade one race like the Arkansas Derby, and especially at a place like Oakland, it still feels the same when you see lower-level horses coming down the lane and everybody's cheering, everybody's exciting. There's an adrenaline rush that I really you don't get very often. So uh, that's how I got hooked as a little kid, coming to the races and just absolutely being mesmerized by the amazing horses, which I'm a big horse fan as well. I love horses. I think they're amazing animals. Mm-hmm. Um, the hardest thing about calling – I would say probably having a good memory but a short-term memory because I memorize through the silks, what the jockeys are wearing. And there are times where you're going to see the same set of silks three, four times in a day, if not more, sometimes multiple silks in a race uh, if you have more than one horse if you're an owner. So mm-hmm. being able to call the race and memorize that race, forget about that. 30 minutes later you may see the same silks. That can get a little bit tricky. That's incredible. If you couldn't do the call, if you you lost your voice, what would you do in horse racing? I would probably, if I was in horse racing and I lost my voice, I would probably be in the marketing department in horse racing because I think I think racing there's there's so many avenues to teach people about the sport, and I think as an industry we can improve that. We can get better at it i think there are great strides to be made and i think oakland does a fantastic job but there are a lot of places and not throwing anybody under the bus but i think as an industry we can do better marketing and making this more of a mainstream sport as it used to be it's very hard there's a lot of competition there's casinos with gambling back in the day they didn't have casinos like this but um, i think that we can really make good strides if we put an effort to it so i would love to help with marketing if i lost my voice and uh, I, I, tr- I mark it through my voice, so yeah. I'm going to try to do it through something else. Well, you're marketing well today. We're talking to Matt Dinnerman. He is the voice of Oaklawn, and we're thrilled to have him here this season. Um, 
What about your background? Where'd you grow up? You talked about going to college. Where'd you, where'd you go to school? Grew up in San Diego, California, so uh, weather is a total 180 here. But yeah. I like it. I like <laughs> the cool weather. Uh, and then I went to school at Palomar Junior College for two years, played baseball there. How about that? Yeah, played baseball there, very good team, and I played for 15 years. And then I went to Chapman University in Orange, California, which is probably about 10 minutes from the Anaheim Angels Stadium. So, uh, yeah, had a lot of good teams to root for in California. What position did you play? Center field and left-handed pitcher. I was a lefty. How about South, that? Southpaw. That yeah. runs and throws. Yeah. How about that? That's impressive. That's an odd combination. Luckily, I can hold my binoculars with both hands here. So. Oh, you're ambidextrous. I <laughs> exactly. like that. That's very good. So, you know, I'm sure you had impressions of Oaklawn before coming here, uh, and it's certainly a well-regarded track. I mean, sure. I kind of think it's sort of like the uh, – I would compare it to, like, Sawgrass. Like, TPC Sawgrass, it's not a major, but it's, like, the next best thing. Sure. I kind of feel like that's how Oaklawn is versus Triple Crown races. Did it live up to your expectations? Absolutely. Oaklawn Park, just in the racing industry, has an extremely good reputation. Uh, put a lot of money into succeeding, of course, and – I would say that Oakland is one of those rare tracks that really is on the up and up, and it's turning into a major track. And maybe I, I've only been following for, what, two decades maybe, which isn't that long compared to some people, but um, I didn't really start following Oakland until probably college, and I really focused on California when I was a kid. Uh, but I would say that Oakland Park is turning, if not already, into a major track because our purses are enhanced. We're giving away $900,000 on average a day and that is unheard of especially this time of the year mm -hmm. uh, thanks to all the hard work done by the Sella family Wayne Smith and the company and uh, I think we're going to see some top horses we saw the favorite in the Kentucky Derby last year ran third Angel of Empire he won the Arkansas Derby here so we're seeing those high caliber horses well bred uh, we're going to see some horses today that were purchased for a lot of money running here because the purses are great and there's a lot of people that want to come to Oakland for the winter and take a shot at a dream what's the process for getting here because I'm sure there are a lot of people that do your job that would love to work at Oakland is it they call you, there's an interview process, or do you throw your hat in the ring when you hear that there's an opening? How does it work? So, yeah, so it, it's pretty known in the announcing community when a job opens up, and uh, we had known for a while, all of the announcers that applied for this job, that uh, it was opening at the end of the season. So what I did is I actually sent in my tapes and my resume, and I had, obviously, a couple of race calls I could send in, find some good ones, send it to the management. They did fly me out here for an interview, which was lovely. I got to stay in the hotel over there. Nice. It was, felt like world-class service. Yeah. And, uh, the interview went really well, and I remember calling my mom and dad and saying, leaving this place, I said, you know, I did everything I could, so, you know, let's get lucky, and hopefully they like me, and... Here we are sitting here today. They didn't make you do like a tryout or call a race while you were here? No, no. They, they and no did... cartwheels, none That's of good. that. That's no. good. Okay, nice. <laughs> What's the uh, biggest crowd you've called a race in front of? I was at Emerald Downs, and I probably called in front of 20,000 and change on July 3rd, which is their July 4th. They have a huge fireworks show, and they just absolutely pack the place. But I'm going to be calling the biggest <laughs> crowds here. <Yeah. laughs> no doubt about that. I'm sorry. Emerald's going to have to take a back seat. What's more stressful, uh, prepping and trying to be right on your picks with your handicapping or getting getting the race right? I would say getting the race right. Um, it, it's important to be accurate. It's important to do a good job, I think. And it's one of those professions where sometimes, and I'm not saying this to knock anybody, but sometimes I think people uh, almost take 
for granted a good race car until they hear one they dislike. There ain't no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go, wow, it, I, I actually do care about the quality of this work and listening to it. Um, so I would say that getting being accurate and, and calling a good race, and, you know, there's a lot of people who spend a lot of money on these horses, whether it be betting or even buying the horses or riding the horses, and you want to help make that memorable for them. It, for me, it's, it's hospitality. It's customer service. It's making the experience better for everybody tuning into the product, no matter what side of the industry you're on. I love that. I'm sure you've had a lot of opportunities to have interactions with owners, trainers, jockeys over the years. Mm-hmm. Who are a couple of your favorites? Who are people you've really enjoyed being around? Well, I worked for John Sadler, who, of course, trained the great flight line. I, I hot-walked for him for four years, woke up at 4.30 in the morning and <laughs> walked those horses and shoveled manure and worked my way up to the top. So he's one that, obviously, he has to be one of my favorites here. I was lucky enough to meet Steve Asmussen yesterday. I think what he does is incredible. He trains over 400 horses, and he knows all of them. I, I don't know how, and I memorize for a living. I don't even know how he does that. Yeah. So. Um, you know, listening to a lot of the old-timers as well, these guys that have been training for 30, 40, 50 years, and listening to stories about great horses they saw or they trained, and um, it, it's a real treat to be able to go back in time through them. What about? I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. What are you looking forward to the most here? I'm looking forward to the community, in all honesty. I love the races, no doubt about it, and I'm very much looking forward to getting up there and calling, but... It's a really special community because there's so many people here that just love racing, like I said earlier, and people are out on the town having good food, and people are talking about who they like the next day, or why did my horse lose the fifth race today, or this horse I keyed and he ran terrible, and just any talks that you're having, and that's part of the experience of going to the races, is not only going to the races, but the after parties of having a good time, going out to dinner, being with your friends and family, so... I've met so many people here already, and I can't possibly remember all their names. I'm hoping I will eventually, but I'm looking forward to being a part of this community and even going out in the mornings, and I've been meeting trainers and jockeys, and it's been phenomenal. Wes, Justin, and Pigskin with Matt Dinnerman, the voice of Oaklawn. So we'll, we'll give you refreshers as we go on. I don't have any silks that you can associate with me with, and I don't wear black that often, so <laughs> you'll just have to figure it out. But we'll get to know each other well over the next few years, I'm sure. sure. Um, how about sports interests outside of horse racing? What do you what do you follow? So I do follow the NFL. Um, I like the NFL. I, Are you a Chargers fan still? No, I'm the opposite. I root against them every time. Good for you. Yes. Respect. Did you grow up that way? Or no. Once they no, move, I love them. When they move, I like I, a man who holds a grudge. You two are going to yeah. get along great. <laughs> Hopped off ship before you could say ship. Um, ship, ship, ship. Make sure that hopped correct. off ship. Uh, unfortunately, there will be some people that will be uh, not happy that I was born into a New England Patriots family. Uh, my parents are both from Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Um, I bet so. Wayne liked that. Oh, he loved it, yeah. And we have Hunter Henry there. He had two touchdowns on his birthday yesterday. He had a very good game. How about that? We're going to play some highlights. It needs to be his birthday more because the Patriots are having a rough season. (laughs) There's no doubt. I love the Zappy story, too. I was glad to see him get in there and play. Nothing against Mac Jones. Mac Jones seems like a fine young man, but uh, I love the Bailey Zappy story, and I I got a chance to call some games against him when he was a Houston Baptist before he moved on and moved up and and got into the NFL. But. I mean, he's uh, he was a prolific collegiate passer, and it's a good story coming from a small school. Sure, it sure is, and and he's still out there trying to prove himself, you yep. know, and a little bit inconsistent, but there's room to grow there. It seems like there, there's and no doubt. I, I also I root for the Niners. Just have to say, yeah. being, being there five six years, and 
Uh, I actually uh, went to Vegas and put a bet on him, believe it or not, for the Super Bowl, and I got him at 9-1. to one. Very wow. nice. So it's looking good yeah. so far. I, I hope my boy Brock Purdy doesn't let you down. I'm an Iowa State grad, so we're, we root okay. for Purdy. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and I'm a Saints fan, and they stink, so, you know, it's been <laughs> rough. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for your Lions, too, Pigskin. I mean, that's basically what I've become. Fan. The Lions tried to help the Saints out last week and yeah. blow that big lead. We refuse to take any help from anyone. I noticed yeah, that. Yeah, we stink. <laughs> uh, he's a Cowboys fan, so he's, oh. he's having a good time. And Christian, our producer, is a – well, he's a Commanders fan, and so uh, Matt, pray for him. It's, it's, been, it's been tough times. It's been, it's been a rough go. You mentioned food. You got some great food here at Oaklawn, and have you have you had a corned beef yet? No. Okay. Do you eat corned beef? Yeah, I'll have it. Okay, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. I'm sure they'll bring one up to the East upstairs. Coast quality. Very good here. It is. Okay. I, I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, I haven't been to a lot of the delis out there. The only deli, the East Coast deli I've been to was it in Vegas. Yes. It was a okay. Knockoff. Yeah, but uh, what, what's your favorite food? What do you what do you like to what do you like to eat? See, my mom's Italian, so Let's go. I've got that Italian uh, hunger in me. So I eat fast. I like cheese. I like sauce. I like bread. Deluca's. I went to Deluca. Very met, good. Very good. Spot. You met Anthony? Hung out with no, Anthony? I have not. You I don't think he him. was there when I saw him. When well, I went there, last he's time. trying to get his place in Little Rock open too. He is uh, one of the oh. great characters in Arkansas. Yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, there are a couple of good places here that, that have Italian food. And it food. lived up to its hype when I had it, too. It's serious pizza. It's, you get it a, really you is. get a day off and come to Central Arkansas, I'll take you out to some of the spots in, in Central Arkansas. Beautiful. we got a couple of good spots in Little Rock and North Little Rock. Awesome. So, yeah, for I'll sure. i have to take you up on that. And we'll do it. I, I'm more of a, a thin crust guy than a deep dish. I'm more New York style. I respect that. Yeah. We'll get outside the pizza realm, too. Sure. I got one more for you. Have you been up to the nest and uh, practiced a call? You know, you said you like to do it all alone, and uh, have you done it once up here? Uh, I haven't practiced a call, really, but I've gone up there and sort of seen the sight lines because there are some booths where it's a little harder mm-hmm. to see than others depending on where your view is and where the wire is. Sometimes you're not always on the wire. I'm not here on the wire. Uh, not quite, probably 10 yards off, which is enough to screw up a photo finish enough to maybe calling it wrong. So you gotta, I'm going to be a little more careful there, but um, great booth. How do you handle when you're not sure? I say it's too close to call, or I say maybe this one won, but I have no clue. <laughs> so if I'm wrong, I said maybe. Maybe. I like that. You just kind of trail off. Yeah, give yourself a little bit of room to, to, to work. Yeah, That's yeah. good. It's all about having fun, right? If, if I'm is. not having fun, if you guys aren't having fun, the listeners sure aren't going to have fun. Well, we've had more interaction with you than we had, I think, with the last three track announcers combined. So since Terry <laughs> Wallace left, it has really? been. Uh, yeah, I think that's. And again, I think that's a big part of the. Do you see yourself as a, a, a PR marketing side? I mean, is there? A, do you consider that part of your job? Is is out big getting time. out? Big that's good. Time. I mean, just being a good ambassador for the track. That's exactly right. Yeah. I'm on the television. You're hearing me during the races. You're seeing me and. Um, I, I was actually talking to my dad a little bit about it. In other sports, I say all the time, people, these announcers, they go and they meet the players. I, I think it would be crazy for a jockey if you if they asked them or a trainer, hey, have you, you know, the announcer, and the, I've never seen the guy before. You right. Know? So I, I take it very seriously. I don't take myself seriously, yeah. but I take the job seriously. Well, and again, they've had some good guys in here since Terry, but Terry was, Terry was such a great ambassador, and he was a, not a, sure. the face, but a face of Oakland sure. for sure. People um, still talk about him. For sure. All I mean, over the country. Well, he was a phenomenal dude, and he was a lot of fun to hang out sure. with, too. So last thing, we'll let you go. I want to ask you about your uh, your paddock cohorts, and I know okay. there, there's two this year. We have not met. Uh, we know Nancy well, obviously, sure. but we've not met uh, the new addition. So tell me about the handicapping, and do you guys have a little competition going there? We do. I, I think it's going to be a friendly competition, as it always is. And because we have three folks this year, with myself included in that mix, 
Nancy and a gal named Crystal Conning, who is from Australia, believe it or not. She's an ex-jockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, she may make a comeback this summer, she said, in another track. But wow. it'll be good to have her on board because she can give us some real good insights that obviously you or I or Nancy, we wouldn't know because we're not riding horses. Right. Uh, especially in races. So... Uh, I think it's going to be a great addition having Crystal. She's been lovely to work with. As you know, Nancy's a sweetheart. She's been fantastic. She's, uh, she's a something. I don't know if I call her a sweetheart, man, but I know with her. With me, she has. Been. Oh, she's a doll, but, uh, I mean, she's got a little she's got a little surly snark to her, too, and I love sure. that about her. Well, that, and that tells you that she's not going to pull any – she's just going to go for she, it. Oh, she will give know? it to you straight. Yeah. Yeah, Nancy's like – what we need. She's like know? the sister I never wanted, Matt. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I adore Nancy. You said you, she, hadn't, you don't ride horses, but I saw you uh, on a YouTube video riding horses. Well, I, I attempted to ride a horse that day, and I did. I didn't you fall did. off. I had my vest on. Yeah, <laughs> competitively was, or just for fun? Just for fun. Okay. And this horse actually uh, ran second in the richest race in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Believe it or not, so I got to ride a stakes horse in yeah. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, at, at the now defunct Portland Meadows. What was the What was the purse? Thirty grand? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> his, his mudder was a mudder. Yeah, yeah, and that place was muddy. A lot of rain out there. A lot there. of rain, yeah. and they yeah. ran in the winter. But hey, if I say, hey, I rode a stakes horse, yeah. that's cool. You did. Yeah. You got your one up on us. Yeah. Listen, I know you got work to do, man. It was great to hang out with you, and we look forward to spending some more time with you. But uh, thanks for coming over and, and uh, kicking it with us today. My pleasure. I had a blast. We need to do it again. We're gonna yes. do it again for sure. Yeah. We'll I think be we should a make lot. it an every time we're over here event. So if you can do it. Absolutely. Excellent.